Welcome to episode 157 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com, all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal food at all the different parks. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. So this is the last episode of the year? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am the one rushing to finish up. All the last things before the year is over. And it's such a busy time in Japan. Um, you can find me at DreamSuitsLove on Twitter and on Instagram. Chris, what are you doing to get ready for the new year? I know you're traveling a lot. Do you have everything done? Are you ready? Are you set? Yes. <laughs> it's so uncertain. Uh, I still need to pack, but I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. I've been like washing. I tend to wash my clothes mm-hmm. before I go anywhere so I have so I can pick from all my clothes because i don't want to pack dirty clothes of course not doing that no and um i kind of like to leave the house a little tidy when i leave so when i get back i don't have to worry about it don't you love that when you get back after like tidying up the house before going on vacation you walk in and you're like ah it's so nice to be home you know and everything's perfect two days later it's back to what it was yeah yeah that's how it goes uh but what about you? Are you all are you all ready? Not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> you know the big the big New Year's cleaning the old soji is starting. Um, so you have to make sure everything is pristine in the house. You reorganize everything. All the stuff you've accumulated all year long. You organize it. You get rid of the stuff you don't need. You keep the stuff that you do need. And it's such an ordeal every year you would be surprised at the amount of stuff you accumulate over the year and how much stuff you don't need it's Ooh. funny you say that i just looked over beside my laptop here <laughs> and i see a today guide like a entertainment today guide from tokyo disney and the date on it is january 1st to 13th 2014 no <laughs> <laughs> oh boy be oh gone boy. out with old okay i'm just gonna sh- slide that under the book that it's poking out of and just forget about it for I'm now. just going to pretend it's not there. <laughs> Until I need to deal with it. It's just, it's it's not there. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, today we figured, because this is coming out kind of between Christmas and New Year's, like just Christmas is just ending in a day or two. Mm-hmm. And then it's on to New Year's. So there's usually kind of a lull in between. Yeah. People kind of, people are on holiday, depending on like what type of job and stuff you do. You're traveling, you're with family, da 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 da. So we were debating if we wanted to put it out an episode or maybe have a little bit of a break, but we thought, you know what, we'll put one out because we kind of figured no one else is going to be doing it anyway. <laughs> It's true. Everybody. Okay. So I don't know about you. I listen to a lot of podcasts 
And whenever a podcast releases something over the holidays, I get so pleasantly surprised because I know like almost everybody takes a break during this time, like during the end of the year time, because it's such a busy time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I get so happy. So I hope someone out there is enjoying this and gets happy that an episode came out. Yeah, let us know if you're if you're pleasantly surprised that we actually put out an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, before we get into today's topic, um, really quickly about our Patreon. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And it does help keep the show running. So we really do appreciate it. And we're very grateful for everyone who is contributing. And we're grateful to all our listeners, regardless. Um, one of the levels, rewards that we have is the $75 level. And with this, you get to send Trish and I out to the park or somewhere in Tokyo, you know, whatever. And we will eat and report back on what you want us to try. So we recently did this for the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge, which was really, really lovely. And we're looking to do something else. So if you want to do the pledge, you can. And don't worry, you don't have to do the pledge every month. You can up your pledge to 75. And then once it goes through, then you can put it back down to the original one. So you don't have to pay 75 every month. Don't worry. Because um, I know some people were um, wondering about that. You know what would be cool for someone to command us to do? What's that? There is a cafe in Harajuku called Reissue Cafe. And they will do latte art. They do both 3D latte art and 2D latte art. And it's all like hand done by like an artist. And someone could command us to send us to the cafe and just do different Disney character-themed lattes. Well, that'd be fun. Wouldn't that be so fun? That would be. <laughs> It'd be really jittery afterwards. We can have so much caffeine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. It, I, I haven't done that one yet, actually. It's kind of interesting. Like, I, I recently went, I took my son um, this weekend, and he ordered a latte with a bunch of cats, like 3D cats. <laughs> He's like, just, I want a lot of cats, and I want them to wear Christmas hats. And the lady's like, I don't know if we can do Christmas hats on the cats, but we'll try. And they did it on at least one of the, on one of the cats. Um, so, and it came out super cute. I put it on Instagram if you guys want to check it out, but it's, he just, he's like, I want a lot of cats. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) And they each had different faces, you know, (laughs) but it's amazing. It's so cool that they do that. That is neat. Yeah. I've seen pictures and stuff on Instagram. Um, so yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so. Patreon.com slash TDR. Now, there you go. Uh, so for this episode, we kind of thought we would talk about um, what to do during, I guess, when Japan's on holiday. Yeah. Because, like, it's not, like, there's no, like, it's not an official public holiday between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. It's just most people have it off for winter break. Right. Like, work and uh, school and all that kind of stuff. So the country's kind of in a weird state. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Like a lot more stuff is open because it used to be that everything was shut down. Yeah. Unless it was like a big mall or something Mm -hmm. or other than that. Yeah. And it'd be closed. Right. So, yeah. 
because New Year's in Japan is a the big the, the big family holiday. Christmas is not a thing here. No, commercially it is, but it's not <laughs> it's not a family holiday or anything like that. And and you you work on Christmas, you know. So I mean, but New Year's you don't. Uh, well, if you're not like retail or, or in the hospitality industry, um, you don't work. Yeah. So a lot of people are off usually just after Christmas mm-hmm. through the first week of January. So um kind of thought, you know, this is kind of appropriate to talk about because this is when the episode's coming out. And I think a lot of people get worried. Like, they get worried, like, oh, if I come during New Year's, will there be anything I can do? And there actually is. There's actually stuff that you can do. So, And there's things you can do and probably shouldn't do. Because mm-hmm. um, depending on the activities, some things are just going to be crowded. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, Which, everyone has off. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like a weekend every day, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it's not as bad. It's 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 a weird, it's like this weird, like, pseudo weekend, you know? Yeah. yeah that's a good way to put it. Um, So, but I guess, like, during this time, you kind of do things a little more relaxing. Oh, yeah. We t- well, okay. It only starts out. So it depends on your family. Our family does not do relaxing well. So it starts out with the plan, oh, we're going to relax, right? Um, until, like, let's go on a last-minute trip. What? Oh, okay. And now that we're on the last-minute trip, let's wake up and watch the sunrise. Okay. Let's go to the shrine. Okay. Let's wa- let's go Mekon picking. Mekons are like clementines or cuties or um, mandarin oranges. And, and so somehow we we end up going out, even though everything should be shut down. We end up doing a lot of stuff. What about you? Um, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't like dealing with, um, the transportation. Yeah. Mainly, uh, Shinkansen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Shinkansen during that time is kind of a pain in the butt. Because it's a holiday, uh, yeah. Yeah, so everyone's traveling, so you kind of have to really plan ahead for that kind of stuff. And do not go at the beginning or at the very end because everyone is trying to get home before the holiday's over. Yeah. And like with the Shinkansen too, um, like it's to the point where unreserved cars Mm -hmm. is standing room only. Pretty much. Yeah. So it it, it gets pretty bad uh, in that sense. So if if you're planning to do like extensive travel, like... Book your seats well in advance. Right. Like, try to do it a couple months if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, just so, yeah, you're not left with uh, having to take the last Shinkansen <laughs> standing room only. No. On a Sunday night kind of thing, right? Right. So, that's probably one of the, like, one of the things that you really need to plan ahead for. Mm-hmm. Is that. Um, as for... I kind of just kind of had like a, I just kept writing notes into the, into our show notes here. Just kind of, in no really real particular order. What are Um, are your favorite things to do during the, like when you, when you have the off time? Go to the movies? Movies. Yeah. Us too. For sure. So I, so I guess what I like to do is things that I have to buy a ticket for that are, that only so many people can go into. Right. If that makes sense. So in that way, it's 
because it's going to feel like any other day. Mm-hmm. It's not going to feel crowded. You know, like certain places get super crowded. Right. Like the shopping areas get crowded. Um, places that have, like, don't have advanced tickets, like the, or sell tickets like the day of, kind of like the digital art museum, mm-hmm. like those kind of things. Those get very busy and long queues and packed. So I like to do things that I just buy a ticket to, like the movies or maybe a museum. So museums, are they open during the New Year, like New Year's holiday? Some of them are. Um, It kind of depends on the museum, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you just have to kind of check. Check ahead of time. Mm -mm. So I like to do those kind of things. I don't know. I like during the new year mm. to go to a hot spring. Oh, okay. And just be in and out of the bath all day. <laughs> Maybe do some local shopping um, and then relax in the bath again. Have a have a nice, like, you know, they have like the New Year's um, food, like an, the nice seasonal food that they'll serve at the at the inn. And just like really, really like chill out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the boys uh, will usually watch like the New Year's holiday specials on TV because they have some really crazy TV shows. Right. But um, and this year, I bought a bunch of games. Like I bought a puzzle and board games, and I'm trying. I'm hoping that we can have a calm New Year's. Uh, but I feel like we're gonna end up going out. So probably we're gonna end up going to restaurants. As usual, um, we like to do. Um, you know, it's really nice to do during the New Year to have like a nice um, tea. At like one of the, um, like if you're in the city and you're doing sightseeing and you're doing shopping, well, like sight by sightseeing, probably shopping during this time of year, looking for your lucky bag and you want to escape from the crowds. One of the things that we really, really like to do is have afternoon tea. Oh, that's a good idea. Right. And since our area is in like the, like the Maranochi area, like the Tokyo Station, Maranochi, Ginza, Yuraksho area, because that's where our train line is closest to, um, we, the peninsula is really nice. And the peninsula is o- always has nice tea in general, but the New Year's tea is like really nice and relaxing and, and calm. Hmm. That's a nice way to do it. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, the, the hot springs are good. I enjoy those. Um, I If I do that, I try to do it early in the day mm-hmm. if I can. It's kind of, the, you know, early bird gets the worm kind of thing. That's Same true. thing here. Yeah. Uh, you'll be, there'll be, there'll be people around, mostly old people, because they get up early. <laughs> <laughs> um, older people, so... Um, I, I, I do enjoy doing that. And I kind of, kind of a homebody a little bit too for myself, myself personally. Yeah. Um, with the kotatsu and everything. You got your, the, did you get the, it? Did it come? It's on the way. <gasps> oh my gosh, Chris. I know, I'm excited. So explain one more time um, uh, what, a what a kotatsu is. is. Yeah. So kotatsu is a heated table. And so, like, underneath the table, there's a heater, but you also, the table, the top of the table is in two pieces. So you pull the top off and you put a big blanket that fits specifically for it. Then you put the tabletop back on. And then so you have this, like, I guess, like a skirt coming out of the table. 
and it covers like it covers you up and the heat from the table keeps you nice and toasty and it's just like oh heaven it's the best thing ever invented heaven, heaven, heaven. it is heaven so good mm-hmm. um i guess speaking of being warm like for a good rush like good types of restaurants um to go to because like end of december into january is cold it's so cold so trying to find a nabe restaurant is pretty easy true nabe shabu shabu so, um, yeah so nabe nabe is um soup yeah and so it's a broth and then the you you get to pick like what ingredients go in it like sometimes depending on the restaurant some of them you just pick the ingredients yourself and cook it yourself yeah so it's you know really customizable and because you're making soup it makes everything nice and warm so the restaurant is warm and you, all you smell is like you know boiling vegetables and meat and all this stuff and it's just so lovely it is it just, it just, it smells like winter, like winter in Japan smells like nabe to me. It's true. <laughs> it really does. It's so good. Oh my goodness. Like what New Year's food would you recommend that people try? Oh, uh, I can never remember the name, but it's the mochi and the soup with the red bean okay, soup. Th- oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say ozoni, but no. What is that called? <laughs> I should know the name, but I don't. I just called the mochi and the red beans. I forgot what it's called. Too. Sh- <laughs> Shiruko? It. Yes, Shiruko. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Shiruko. That is so, 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 so good. Uh-huh. Eat that. And they'll have it. They'll have it, like, at various places. They'll have, like, outdoor vendors. Or if you go to, like, different shrines, they'll have it out. So, for sure, you can find it everywhere. My personal favorite is Ozoni. Which also okay, has mochi. Yeah, yeah. Like, you'll find mochi in everything, like, basically this time of year. Ozoni is like a soup with mochi in it, which is really good. Although, I think there's an ozoni that also has red bean in it. It's like different kinds, like regional differences. What about yeah. amazake? Are you an amazake guy? Not really. No, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Because <laughs> it's toasty warm, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yaki emo. Yaki emo, so good. <laughs> A uh, yaki emo is a baked potato, essentially a baked potato, but a whole one. A sweet, sweet potato. Sweet potato. <laughs> I think we talked about this. That's, I feel like we've talked about this already. The sweet potato we point. talked about because we, we did the song and everything. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's also a really good thing to keep you nice and warm. Uh, eat mochi, um, eat Japanese sweets and hot green tea. Because mm. isn't this the time of year where the fresh um, tea leaves come out? The new tea leaves, right? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, a, a lot of eating, I guess, is probably the thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because um, you know what? That's what's open. Restaur- some restaurants, big restaurants are open. Little mom and pop shops are not open. So if you have a mom and pop shop that you want to go to that you have marked on your list, uh, you might want to check that they're open or not because a lot of places will shut down that are local. Um, other than that, shopping, right? Lots of shopping, yeah. It's going to be busy. Um, Anything you're looking for in like, this year? What's that? Anything you're looking for this year? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But um, like the the big shopping areas, 
um, like in Tokyo, Harajuku, Shibuya, Ginza, Akihabara, all those places. Like they're, they're going to be pretty busy uh, with shopping. Mad sales. And then also in Osaka, we like we have like Danton Bori. Bori, that's um, going to be busy as well. Just like any of the shopping districts, it's going to be full of people, like weekend crowds, essentially the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's just how it goes. It's a madhouse because everybody is trying Pretty to get much. good deals. Everybody's looking for their lucky bag. So it's insane. Yeah, so they'll start doing the lucky bag thing for the shopping as well. So the lucky bags are essentially it's, every store does it now. Um, you get you buy it's essentially a mystery bag. And you get to, you pay a certain amount of money and they'll have like different tiers. Depending on the store, they'll have like different tiers. Mm -hmm. And you're guaranteed to get at least that much money's worth of merchandise inside of it. But it's called a lucky bag because some of the bags will have something that's worth much more than what you paid for in it. Mm -hmm. Um, They've, um, usually it's stuff that's like, they're trying to get rid of. It's stuff that <laughs> you don't that they could not sell, basically, right? Yeah, so it's kind of a roll of the dice of what you're going to get. So, if there's a particular brand that you like, or there's some lucky bags that you know you're going to get what you want, like Lositen, you can't go wrong, right? Because all of that stuff is like body care, so you can use all of it, right? Um, but if you go to clothing shops, it's a little, it's a lot more hit and miss. Or if you go to like. Like, um, what's it called? The Zaka shops, which are like kind of like accessory stores and like little fun get like things, knickknacks. Um, again, really hit or miss because of stuff that they couldn't get rid of. Even Disney store, you know, um, if you like Disney, you'll probably get something. And you know what? Even if you don't like it, you're you're on vacation. You can give it away as a souvenir anyway. So you can do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Starbucks does the lucky bag but they only do it online now yeah they changed the system because okay here's what happened too popular yeah and what happened was that was it last year or the year before there was a problem with people were lining up and at one store or a couple of the stores the first person in line bought all the lucky bags and then the other people in the line were like super super angry and there was like this huge issue so now it's done all in advance all online and there's no chance of that happening anymore because they had major issues with that yeah, it's just super popular, too. Um, they used to do it with the Apple stores here, but they shut that down pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes to the point where people were lining up, like, ridiculous, like, days in advance for it. Yeah, it's insane. And, like, what what would happen is, like, people would pay, I don't remember the prices at all, like, don't quote me on this, but I think people were paying, like, 300 you know, roughly $300 or something for the Blucky bag, and then, like... A couple of people would find a MacBook in it, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So like they were doing that for I think a few years ago they were doing it, then they stopped because it just got it got out of hand. You know, this is not unlike Black Friday in the U.S. in many ways. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of like Japan's. You know how we call it like Japan's version of Christmas? It's kind of like a lot of ways like the U.S. Thanksgiving because the U.S. Thanksgiving will have like the day off where nobody's working and then it'll go into shopping, like hardcore scary shopping, you know, and then hardcore scary shopping that doesn't always necessarily pay off. And I feel like in Japan it's, it's very much similar in that aspect. 
Yeah, with the the lucky bag situation. Right? Yeah. Mm. That's very true. I did I did the lucky bag thing once and I was kind of like, eh. I think I did it from um <clears throat> Village Vanguard. Mhm. Village Vanguard's kind of like a <laughs> They got so much crazy stuff there. Yeah, what's a comparable shop? Um, like I guess Spencer's? like Spencer's, yeah, is the yeah. closest thing. It's kind of like that, but better. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's better than Spencer's. <laughs> Much better. Um, so I, I remember buying a lucky bag from there, and um, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I got a bunch of random stuff. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Actually, I have one of the stickers. I'm looking at it right now. I had like the Michelin Michelin tire man. <laughs> There's a like that's how random it was. And then I also got. I think I still have this other piece too. It's um. It, it looks like a shipping crate, mm-hmm. but it's miniature, and it opens up like a little container that can put stuff in. Like, I feel like the best ones, like, my son got a really good one from, like, um he likes, like, the sports shops, like Adidas and stuff like that. And he got, like, a kid's Adidas bag and everything he liked, right? And, um, yeah. you know, and then one year, instead of that, he got, like, the one jacket that he really wanted. I'm like, look, you can get the lucky bag and you don't know what's inside, or you can pay more and just get the one really nice jacket, and then that year he did that, you know? So it depends what you want to get out of it. If you're a tourist, you have such a better situation because you can just give stuff away. But, like, for us, it's like, what what do you do? You just got rid of all the garbage in your house doing the big cleaning, and then you bring home more garbage. It's like, what what is the point, you know? Um, but I think the safe things are, um, like, uh, the, the shops that are, like, like, a, like, let's say, like, aro- like things that you'll use no matter what, like aromatherapy or kitchen things, um, body care things. You can't go wrong with that. What, what would you say, Chris? What are your, like, you can't go wrong with the lucky bag? Tully's has Probably, a really good one. You have to say Tully's, like the, and McDonald's does it sometimes too, actually. What is McDonald's? Oh, McDonald's had a really good one last year, actually. Yeah, they did. I was going to get it, but I completely didn't. They had, um, like, a t-shirt and, like, a little French fry bag, like, things like that. So it's kind of cool. But it was, like, really wacky stuff. It was really fun. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Tully's, uh, which is a coffee shop in Japan, a popular one. It's you know kind of comparable to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a really good lucky bag. And it's all coffee-related stuff, of course. So if you're into coffee, you're probably going to be able to use most of it. Seijo Ishii. So it's always really good. And I think Kaldi. Um, Seijo Ishii is like a high-end supermarket that they have at, at Xperi, actually. And then Kaldi, you can find at Shinurayasu and, and basically like a whole bunch of stations around Tokyo. Um, it's it's another kind of like like gourmet, like f- snack food supermarket, and they'll do wine lucky bags. Ooh, that's dangerous. Those come out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, what other places do that kind of like lucky bags? You can't go wrong. Yeah, just like go to a store and see what they got. Mm-hmm. And usually, the best lucky bags are on New Year's Day. Oh, for sure. And and XBRE actually does it the earliest out of all Japan. Which is weird. I know. I don't know why. why? But, but yeah, the Disney store does it. Tokyo Disney Resort doesn't. No. Just so that's clear. <laughs> um, I've never done the lucky bags. Oh, I've never done the XPR because I can never get there in time to buy them. Right. Because people are just a little too crazy about it. It starts at, at midnight. 
Yeah, I'm not anywhere near there at midnight. Yeah, you can start usually. seeing the lines. You'll always see the news people because they're like, oh, lucky bags are starting or whatever. Yeah, and they'll interview someone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what are you hoping to get? And, oh, I want to get this. Oh, okay, that's so great. <laughs> Yay. <Come laughs> spend more. Boost the economy. da 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 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. What else? Like you said, movies. Movies are open. What movies are out this year in Japan during the holiday? Sugar Rush Online. <gasps> oh, no way. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph. Or Ralph Breaks the Internet. Right. Whatever the English title is called. <laughs> Over here, it's called Sugar Rush Online. Okay, okay, cool. So that, oh, that's going to be so crowded. Yeah. Because in our, our area, especially because our area is Disney, so the Disney movies... Our movie theater is never crowded except for Disney movies. And then it becomes like a madhouse. Sold out? Yeah, sold out and just, yeah. Which usually does not happen at our theater. <laughs> um, well, I guess going back to the shopping stuff, um, a lot of the day, I don't, you know, I never took note of this, but like on weekends, typically Sundays, places like Shibuya, Shinjuku and Akihabara and Ginza will close off some of the streets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do it during between Christmas and New Year's, though. I wonder. Like, you know, on the weekdays. I don't. That's a good question. I never thought of that until now, just now. <laughs> Maybe. Um, they had, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, right? Probably. And what you I don't know. you know what's kind of cool like when you're in these areas like a lot of these areas like I know Akihabara has like a really really major shrine and um, a lot of these areas like you think about the city but they also have shrines in them go to a shrine get a lucky wait in line wait in a very 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 long line um, get um, a little protective amulet or go and and do the shrine thing you know why not it's New Year's here. And that's where everybody else is. It's going to be a madhouse, but it's an experience that you can't get anywhere else, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I guess we can talk about shrines. So, like, for the New Year's, uh, Hatsumode. Mm -hmm. Hatsumode, I should say. It's not like I said mole. (laughs) (laughs) Hatsumode is the first shrine visit of the year. So, um, New Year's Day, all the shrines are going to be pretty busy. Yeah. Especially at midnight. So, like, the big ones, like the Meiji Shrine in um, Harajuku, that's a busy one, for oh, sure. And then also yeah. in Asakusa. Yeah. As well. Um, that area. It's, like, the, the big shrines, if you think they're going to be busy, chances are they are. Um, if you're, like, if you're local and you live, you know, like, residentially, there's usually, like, smaller ones. And those and are also busy. <laughs> usually pretty busy, yeah. Like, I have one near my house that I go to at midnight. You know, there's a, there's a few people there, but nothing like waiting four hours at no. Meiji Shrine. <laughs> I'm not going to wait four hours at the shrine. I'm sorry. No. No thanks. I'm good. I'm good. It's way too cold. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, visiting the shrine is nice, though. Like, it's just one of those things you do in Japan. Oh, for sure. You got to do it. You got to do it while you're here. And then there's also um, 
you can visit the emperors or like go in the emperor's garden imperial gardens that's right i've never done that have you done that before i've done it once how was it was, was it like really crazy ago. or it was very crowded yeah it was organized but it was very crowded there was a lot of people how long did it take and, and like how long did you wait for i probably waited a good hour or two oh, okay okay it's not it wasn't too bad you know okay I think because, like, they let so many people in, it wasn't too bad. Right. So I wonder if this year is going to be ridiculous. Right. It's the last year, the last yeah, time you can do it for Heisei. He's, um, yeah, he's advocating or stepping down, which is the first in 200 years or something mm-hmm. like that, that a emperor is stepping down. Because usually what happens is the emperor is the emperor until they die. Right. And then that's when the the era ends, and then we start a new era in Japan. So yeah, right now we're what Heisei thirty. Yeah, is the era. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like we talked about this already too. We did. We talked about it briefly last time, and and so now everybody's like, oh, it's the last whatever of Heisei. It's the last Christmas of Heisei. It's the last New Year's of Heisei. It's the last whatever of Heisei. So now it's everything the last of Heisei. So it's like everything is like. Oh, we should do it before he says over, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So every time there's a new emperor, the era starts over again. So Japanese use a a different calendar. Like Japanese obviously uses the the one that everyone in the world uses, but they also have a Japanese calendar. So yeah, we're in Heisei thirty. So the next year, we're gonna reset to one. I don't think we even know what that's going to be called yet. Oh, no. Man, it's going to be a lot of paperwork, isn't it? Do we have to change things? Like, do we have to change our ID cards and stuff? I don't think so. Because, well, our birthdays are in the era that we were born in. Like, mine's um, Showa. Like, for the expiration era, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we need to, right? Until it expires. Is this like our version of Y2K? It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and well, I guess speaking of it, I guess like just the other day, the the government finally confirmed that Golden Week is going to be a 10-day holiday for 2019. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, because so typically, depending on how the holidays fall in the calendar mm-hmm. for previous Golden Weeks, it's sometimes the golden week would be split. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't truly a golden week. Yeah. It was kind of like just two long holidays kind of close together. Yeah. But now just the way it falls on 2019, they just decided to make every day from the 20, from the 30th until the 6th. Every day is a national holiday. Oh, just for 2019. Oh my gosh. So if you thought it was crowded before, it's going to be very bad now. So it's probably going to be extra crowded. I don't know what to do with all that free time. Isn't that terrible? Like, I'm sure people like from other countries that get more holidays are listening right now. And they're like, what is wrong with you? But like, we don't get that many holidays bunched together like that. So now I'm like, what do we do during that time? Yeah, so it's over a week. (laughs) I know, and other people are like shaking their heads. (laughs) Like, you, you poor overworked people. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, so um, moving back to between Christmas and New Year's. So we covered shrines. We covered doing shopping. 
lucky bags, things to do, things to eat. What else? Oh, uh, the New Year's cr- uh, music show. Haku. 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 Kohaku. Kohaku. Yeah. My son lives for that. I kind of do too because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. So, so Kohaku is, uh, it's been on for, oh my goodness, what, 50 some years, 60 some years mm-hmm. now? It's the last it's Kohaku, for... Kohaku of Heisei. Heisei. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one. Oh my goodness. Oh no. So, um, so Kohaku is like a, music competition yeah yeah and what they do with the music competition is they have two teams one's red one's white and it's usually men versus women Mm -hmm. and they bring usually the biggest acts of the year like musical acts and they all just perform and um it's one of those things it's invite only Mm -hmm. so if you're invited to one of these like invited to be on it it's a big privilege in japan yeah to be asked to be on it um so they'll have so basically all the biggest names in the music industry will be there typically, and it plays starts later in the like around dinner time on the thirty first and runs close to midnight, or no, runs over midnight because yeah. they do the countdown. Um, and then every, after every act, you get to vote at home because um, the remote controls for the TVs at home in Japan have like a voting mechanism in them. <laughs> it's true. So you can vote who you like. And then at the end of it, they say which team won that got the most votes. So it's a very Japanese thing. And it's very, it's, I find it entertaining. You have to watch it at least once in your life. Like if once. you live in Japan. It's, and it's one of those yeah quintessential Japanese things. Uh, Mickey Mouse shows up almost every year. Yeah, he shows up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because, you know, he has nothing better to do. Like he... <laughs> he shows up magically, you know, and he pops back into Disneyland again afterwards. Yeah, to do the countdown at Disneyland, Disney Sea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, my, my family will alternate between that and, like, the stupid comedy shows. So, uh, like, the, it's, there's always, like, a battle. My son's like, put on Kohaku. And my husband's like, no, no, let's watch this. And then he's like, yeah, it's funny, but put on Kohaku. This this band is coming up. I have to see them. My son is like also obsessed with music stations. So he loves all the music acts. He gets like really into it and is like a battle oh, yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and also with the, the Kohaku, when they, when like the, the act or artist comes on, they always say how many times they've been on the show. Right. So some people, it's like it's their fir- like some acts, it's their first time. Some of them, it's like oh, this is their thirtieth time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being on it. It's just one of those. I don't know. Japanese love that kind of information. Yeah. So they just you know they put it on there. It's 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 fun. It's good fun. I know last it was. I don't think it was last year. It was the year before. They had um, Matsuko Deluxe. She was like the comedian. Mm-hmm. Or like MC yeah. for it, or supposed to be the MC for it, but they did this running joke where she couldn't make it on time. Oh, and so uh, really quick, Matsuko Deluxe is a very famous drag queen in Japan, and it's, it's a big hefty girl. <laughs> Don't mi- you you won't miss her. Like if you see billboards with a big hefty girl, she's everywhere. It's it's t- usually Matsuko Deluxe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it, it, like if, if it looks like a drag queen, it, it, it is. Um, and um, like the running gag was she couldn't get to the stage because she kept getting sidetracked. And at one point she got frustrated and she was with some like one of her co-hosts or whatever. And they started stealing bento boxes from like the different acts. <laughs> like they, they went to the changing room of like one of the big acts that was playing that year. And like took all their bento boxes and ate them all and stuff. It was just like, like kind of silly stuff like that happens. A lot of like humorous stuff, like like before the end of the year, and maybe as you're watching Kohaku, one of the things that you'll have, like for sure, for before the new year ends, you'll have the soba, the New Year soba, the noodles. Oh yeah, yeah. You always have to do that. You have to do it. It's like a must. And you can find that everywhere on New Year's Eve. You can find it at the station. Anywhere you go, they'll be selling it. So you won't have any problems finding it. And if you're lucky enough to be attending the New Year's party at Tokyo Disneyland or Disney Sea, they also do it too at midnight. Of course, yeah. Or like before midnight, mm-hmm. I think. Before. I think for the for yeah, for the duration of the event, I think they have it. Yeah. But you're supposed to eat yeah. it before midnight. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> Wow, I think we covered a lot. What to do during, well, I guess between Christmas and New Year's. I guess one more thing. Uh If you have children, if they don't know about this, don't tell them. (laughs) But if you have children, you're supposed to give them money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you watch uh, our New Year's merchandise video, they have the little money bags. Or like money envelopes, I should say. They're really cute, the Disney ones. Oh, yeah. They make them really cute. And it's usually money from, like, the grandparents or whatever. They'll put, like, 10,000 yen, which is about $100. And kids accumulate a lot of money during New Year's. <laughs> they do. Kids love it. They do. My oh. son is, like, already looking forward to it. He's like, Mommy, it's almost New Year's. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, I know, kid. He's, like, the only grandchild, so he's, like... So he gets a lot of money. Yeah. Yep. So keep it a Love secret it. if they don't know. If they do know, get some cute envelopes and put it in there. Well, I guess if you're visiting and you want to do something kind of fun in Japanese, like buy some of those little envelopes and maybe put like, don't put 10,000, maybe put 1,000 yen in there for your kids. Yeah. And you know what? What you they can do know. is get like the little Disney certificates if you're visiting Disney Resort during that time, because they're going to probably need spending money anyway. So it's kind of like a cute little thing to do. Oh, this is the Japanese New Year tradition, you know, and give them the little certificates in the envelope or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's very cute. Well, that's it for the show. That's it for the year. Yeah. The last TDR Now podcast of Heisei. Of Heisei. (laughs) Heisei era. Wait, so does the era end when the emperor advocates or is it on January 1st? I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing. It ends. Everybody's like looking at it like it ends at 30. It doesn't end at 30. It is going to go into 31. But it's just that most of the stuff has that has that's it's the last time for that has already happened. So it's when the emperor abdicates. So there's going to be a little bit of thirty one. Okay. A little bit, tiny bit. So I guess we say this, this is the last podcast of twenty eighteen. Shoot, you know you're right. <laughs> Darn it, Chris! <laughs> it's not okay. So we'll have to say that again later. The last Heisei. the twenty eighteen. 
podcast. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's why you're the brains of the operation, Chris. It's confusing. It is confusing. Even I, don't even, I don't know what's going I can't on count. the time. Like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> None of us can. Don't worry. <laughs> um, well, we need to say thank you one last time for 2018 to some fantastic explorers. So I'll start. All right. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Akie, Alex, Amy, and Amy, Angela, Mama Explorer, hi mom, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carlos, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, and Disney It Girl. Okay. And a big thank you and Happy New Year's to Kathy and to Lee and to Marie and Michael. Big Happy New Year's and thank you to Murray, Rosaline, Sophie, Stephanie, Thomas, Timothy, Tomoko, and Tracy. Yay! Thank you. And big thank you to everyone for supporting us throughout 2018. And we can't wait to see what uh, 2019 brings. Yay! Yay. We're going to work hard. We're going to bring you new content. And our resolution is going to be to have a fun Disney year. Sounds fun to me. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And before we go, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, all that fun stuff. Send your questions to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Tell everybody about us. Find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com. Everyone on social media at tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor of TDR Explorer. And I'm the one, I don't know, eating shabu shabu and nabe under my kotatsu. All at the same time. Yes. <laughs> And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Keep exploring. I'm the one contemplating biking over to TDR to see the fireworks, but also thinking it's also really cold. And maybe I want to stay home and watch Kohaku and eat ozoni and soba noodles. I'll let you know how that turns out. You can find me and you can find out if we do go or not on Twitter and Instagram at DreamSweetsLove. Love you guys, and a very, 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 very happy New Year's. See you next year. See you next year. Bye. Bye.